Welcome back to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We're turning dreamers into doers. If you're ready to open your heart and take inspired action on your dreams, you are in the perfect place with wonderful people. Here's your host, dreamer, educator, and adventurer, Abigail Gazda. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we are turning dreamers into doers. I am pumped to have you here for this conversation about soul versus strategy. Man, I love this conversation. And it's actually, it was inspired by the fact that we are launching off the Hearts Unleashed Leadership Academy. And we had this early bird uh, sale during the month of June. If you're listening, whatever year, we had this during June 2021. And the six-month early bird nurturing program includes a soul call and a strategy call, two calls each month to hang out with the early birds and really work on what they're joining the program to work on. So particularly around emotionally intelligent leadership. This is meant for entrepreneurs. It's meant for people with a fixed income. It's meant for um, people with no job or career necessarily. Maybe that it can look any way because ultimately you know enough about me is that I believe in leadership. What I had been saying in our webinar is we see a lot of emotionally underdeveloped leadership in the world. However, Hearts Unleashed is really committed to emotionally intelligent leadership. Something else that I want to say and introduce here is that you might hear some um, vehicles driving in the background. That is because now I am living in my camper with my fiance, Timothy. We are on the road for the next four months traveling the the circumference of the country. Uh, I think I said that right. The circumference, the perimeter of the country. I'm currently in Bend, Oregon, hanging out with my sister, Emily, whom I love so much. And uh, so I'm recording in the camper. However, I'm about an acre off the road and up again, I guess, and you know, I have noticed this in certain areas is that there are lots of vehicles without mufflers. They love really loud cars. If you're one of those people, I don't get you, but I love you, whatever. Anyways, uh, I have to remind myself that I love people who drive around with no mufflers because it doesn't make any sense to me. (laughs) Anyways, um, welcome to soul versus strategy. We are going to be nurturing uh, the early birds with these calls, but I want to bring the idea to you because I think it's really important to distinguish soul versus strategy and how to integrate the two of them. I think this is really, really important because a lot of us have been taught to and still operate by strategy and strategy only. uh, And we can achieve a lot of things without any feeling behind it, without any passion behind it, which what tends to happen from that aspect is that we can arrive at some really remarkable achievements with no sense of fulfillment. And I certainly did that throughout the first two decades of my life, the first, oh, nearly the first three decades of my life, is tried to achieve, 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 be worthy, look good, hit the mark, check the box, and still left uninspired, unexcited, and um, mostly let down. And so I want to incorporate soul into strategy and uh, make this really, really exciting for us. So what we're going to do today is distinguish the place, the space and the place that we act from, distinguish the part of us that we choose from. And so with that being said, when we're choosing 
from strategy only, exclusively strategy, it's likely we are also choosing from a logical place in our head, like particularly left brain, where we are logical, calculated, strategic, and really um, out for something, out to achieve a goal or hit a benchmark, which is very fine, very healthy, very natural. However, if it doesn't have any soul to it, again, it's it's kind of that outcome that I just described a, a bit ago. Is like there's not a lot to it behind it. So we want to distinguish the place that we're choosing from. When we're choosing from soul, it is heart-centered or even right brain, the creative, the inspired, the flow, the um, all of that that is a really healthy place to choose from. This is not about right and wrong. I'm just talking about the fulfillment aspect or um, feeling like you're doing something meaningful in your life. And so one more thing I want to distinguish, which you've probably heard me mention in a couple different episodes, is intrinsic versus extrinsic motivation. So extrinsic is external, meaning something outside of you is inspiring you or maybe even dictating and mandating. So you you think you have to do something or you literally have to do something maybe for work. It's not something you would naturally choose to do or be inspired to do. And so it's extrinsic motivation. And then intrinsic motivation is something you are inspired to do from the inside. And so it is not dictated or mandated. It is seriously driven from passion, purpose, inspiration. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about inspiration, but intrinsic is from the inside. Therefore, it might not, you might not actually be supported in that choice. That's what's actually funny about the intrinsic motivation. I was intrinsically inspired to be an entrepreneur. And from the outside in, it was like, ah, are you sure you want to do that? Business is sketchy. Like, how are you going to do that? Don't you need a regular job? Like, there's a lot of opposition for my intrinsic motivation. Another one would be our passion projects. Like maybe you like to do crafts and artwork and not even something for sale, but you're just inspired to create or cook. I love cooking and um, it's intrinsically motivation. There's nothing outside of me um, forcing me to do those things. And they're not always monetary uh, don't have a monetary value for me. It's just something that I am intrinsically inspired to do. That is where a lot of like our of faith is another example. There's extrinsic faith and intrinsic faith. The extrinsic being like religion and people teaching you or telling you what there is to do that's right and wrong and how to how to be quote unquote religious or spiritual or faithful. And then there's that intrinsic faith where it's like what you know that you know and your direct connection with uh, source energy or God or universe or some higher power. And that no amount of like reading or education can motivate that kind of faith. It comes from within and it's just something that you know. So really wanted to explain those because as we dive into soul versus strategy, I want to talk about soul first and mention how the word inspired, the root of that is in spirit. So spirit-led. And so when we are inspired to do something, it is coming from a divine source. And no matter what higher power, even if you consider yourself agnostic or um, even atheist, I would invite you for inspired or soul to think of your intuition or the sense of love that you have within yourself, right? Because we all 
have the ability to love and we all have love for something or even some concept, right? And we get inspired and excited by things. And so even if you don't feel spiritual in this aspect, inspired in spirit, it could be your own spirit that's inspiring. And so when we come from that place of soul and we choose to do something, we choose to take a career or a job or a relationship or um, a hobby, and it's inspired and it comes from the soul, it is chosen by us and we are at choice. Therefore, we take a different kind of ownership for that choice, for the actions that must be taken inside of that choice and for the results of that choice. And so there's a lot more ownership. And I just keep coming around to like the at-choiceness of it that we choose. And so we would show up for that. I want to use my own business as my example because there's nobody telling me to do this podcast. There's nobody telling me to be a coach or make sales or put together programs or uh, write books. Nobody is telling me to do that. As I've grown and become like, more popular or more known, or I have a certain fan base, then people like hope for it. They request it. There's like, when's the next book coming out? Or, you know, there's that, but no one's paying me to do this stuff. Like it is completely inspired. In fact, it's so inspired that it keeps me up at night. Like this stuff disrupts my thoughts. Like I have to pause things I'm doing and write down inspired things that are like, me next, no me next, no me next. And it's like, whoa, guys, I'll get to you. And so it's very, very inspired. It comes from the soul and it's not always encouraged externally and that's okay. Now I want to bring in the strategy that comes from the soul because, well, actually, let me talk about strategy first. I've kind of, this is a little bit of a reiteration at this point, but strategy without soul is just action. And uninspired action is action for the sake of action. And the last thing I want to say about that without sounding redundant is we definitely know how to be busy without being productive. So you probably know, like you can show up to work for eight hours and look really, really busy. Or I actually have a few clients who are entrepreneurs and they're like, I'm at my desk for eight hours a day. And I'm not like, I don't have the income that would reflect that. And I'm like, whoa, 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 why are you doing that? And it's very much like an employee mindset of just show up and do something as opposed to do something effectively. Really, I am all about like, again, effective action or inspired and activated action. So action for the sake of looking busy isn't going to get you where you want to go if it's not, if those actions aren't in alignment with what you're up to and what your commitment is or your intention is. And so that's strategy. That's action for the sake of action. The very last piece I want to say about that is out in the world, when, like when you're maybe looking for personal and professional development, you're going to find a lot of strategy-based programs. Like my five steps to success or three pieces of the puzzle. I don't know what I'm just making shit up, but it's action based and it's not always tailored to who you are or how you are. A lot of those programs are not very trauma informed. Um, I've been saying it a little bit more frequently now is mindset work without shadow work or inner work or integration work or inner child work, mindset work is often 
bypassing the soul part of the practice. And so just be be weary, be leery of like programs that promise results that are cookie cutter or one size fits all because it's not going to be tailored to like what you've been through. And so it's just something to look out for because if you're taking um, someone else's strategy and applying it to your life and you're not producing the results, it's because there's no soul in it. So just something to look out for and, and be intentional about. So now let's start to integrate soul and strategy. Soul-based strategy, I like to tell people like, you know what to do. You know what to do. You know how to do it. You even know when to do it, but you're freaking scared or overwhelmed or whatever that might be. And uninspired is probably a big piece of it because you still have inner work to do. There's clearing, there's healing, there's forgiving, there's releasing that there's meant to do to activate the soul that will then know the strategy. And even without the soul aspect, like you really do know the strategy. You just have a bunch of barriers and energetic blocks between you and your inspired action. And so integrating soul and strategy means paying much more attention to the soul, the truly inspired part of what you're doing. I like to remind people that when you decide to follow your soul, Strategy can be a little bit difficult because there's still the fear involved and resistance will come up first. And so I do believe that this is a really important phase to uh, enlist support and accountability, meaning a coach or a professional. Maybe it's time for therapy. Maybe it's time for a consultant. Like depending on where you are and what you're creating, support at this point is really important because no matter how inspired you are, sometimes our underdeveloped part of ourselves gets in the way of the strategy. For example, I have someone um, that I'm book coaching and she's writing her book and she's all inspired, but she sat down to write the book. and She's like, how can I stop snacking? How can I stop fidgeting? I think I want to take a nap. Like she's getting really um, distracted because the ego wants to step in and say, wait a minute, do we really want to be successful? Do we really want to do this? Are you really want to put yourself out there? And so the strategy can get a little bit difficult because the ego wants to fight the process. So integrating soul and strategy and keeping both of those really, really strong and potentially having accountability is what's going to create inspired and activated action. I'm here to tell you just because your soul is inspired does not mean the strategy will come easy all the time. And I hate to break it to you because I know we want that, like, you want that promise of just do it, right? Like, it takes discipline, it takes commitment. Listen, I am freaking recording a podcast in a camper with no internet access. Every, like, I've had 10 breakdowns. I'm freaking tired. Like I could nap. I could snack. I could scroll. I was scrolling for 20 minutes before I turned this microphone on. (laughs) And so I'm here to tell you that it's not that there's not obstacles. It's that you are so inspired that you're really committed that nothing's going to get in your way. And you understand that there are challenges to this. So there is soul, there is strategy, and there is things that will want to get in the way. But if you stay committed, you can do it and it's worth it. It is, guys, listen, it is worth showing up for you. It is worth connecting with you. It is worth talking to you about these things and paving a way. And so I love this work. And is there days I want to quit? Is there days I want to take a break? Is there days that I have to show up because the deadline is approaching and I've made a promise to myself and to you? Yeah. And 
it's always freaking worth it. And it's definitely worth it to get paid to be me. And there's the other side of that same coin. I am recording a podcast in a camper, visiting my sister in Bend, Oregon. Life is freaking sweet, right? I'm going to turn this off and I'm going to write a book for somebody and I'm going to help them share their message in this world. And like, I'm doing what I love. This is hearts unleashed. My heart is unleashed. And yes, there's challenges. And yes, it's worth it. And yes, I'm going to do everything I can to teach you to live your heart unleashed in whatever way that that looks like. It might not look the way that I'm living my life, but I know you have a visual in your head about the way you would imagine your life going. And I'm just here to tell you it's possible and it's going to require soul and strategy. So keep going, keep tuning into the Hearts Unleashed podcast, and please keep sharing this with people that you love, that you know that you want them to help them live their heart unleashed. (laughs) I love you so much. Thank you for coming back again and again. Keep living, keep living out loud, keep living in love, keep living your heart unleashed. Thank you for tuning into the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we are always turning dreamers into doers. I love you. Thanks for tuning in to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We hope you found all the inspiration that you needed today and that you use it to take the next inspired action on your dreams. If you love the show, share it with a friend. We love spreading the love. For more information, to listen to more episodes, or to shop Hearts Unleashed, visit us at heartsunleashed.com. See you next time, hearts. Hearts Unleashed.